Welcome to Dog Talk and Kitties 2. This episode features one of the three guests on my hour-long NPR show, heard every Sunday on WLIW-FM 88.3, the only NPR station on Long Island, where it has broadcast continuously for 14 years. I'm Tracy Hotchner. I wrote the Dog Bible, Everything Your Dog Wants You to Know, as well as the Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know, because I care about people who care about cats, dogs, and other creatures who share our planet. I'm also the founder and director of the New York Dog Film Festival and the New York Cat Film Festival, which travel America and Canada supporting local animal welfare groups. I could not bring you this show without the support of Dr. Elsie's, the privately owned litter and cat food company founded by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian who's created a variety of litters to please any cat, as well as inventing clean protein cat foods based on the protein found in cats' natural prey. This show is also made possible with the generous sponsorship of Waruva, the family-owned foreman pet food company named after their rescued kitties, Webster, Rudy, and Vanessa, where all their recipes in cans and pouches are human edible because they're made in a human food facility. Good enough for you to eat, but your cats won't appreciate that. I only just learned about two crazy cat ladies. How could I have been the cat person for all these years and not known that there were two other cat people, but they're crazier than me, apparently, and there's two of them, and they're married, and they're in, I think, Las Vegas or Nevada, which makes it even more exotic. Jay and Adrian, <laughs> welcome to the show. It's great to meet two crazy cat ladies. Does anyone ever say to you, isn't that a redundancy? That kind of is, right? <laughs> and I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure there'd be some clinical testing to try to figure out uh, who among us is actually crazier, per se, when it comes right. to loving cats. Right. And right. I think yeah, everyone... So we're who, happy to be... Yeah. Happy to be called that. And there, there's that whole thing that supposedly Taylor Swift made it less crazy to be a cat lady because she was just like young and perky and incredibly successful. And I don't know, somehow that made it being a cat lady less crazy or so it seemed in the kind of social scheme of things. Did When she came along and was very cat centric, did that catch your attention or was it of no interest? You know, and like it's 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 really awesome that over the past several years we've seen just so many more in in tabloids and and in you know the in Hollywood and I just, don't think you know what just, a tabloid is. No, I don't know what a tabloid is. It's but, okay, uh, but we but all I, I kind of know what we mean. I mean, social right, media like, is kind of a tabloid in a weird way, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. But but cats have just become more and more um, popular. Over the past few years, now dogs have always been, you know, like the highlight when it comes to like our world where it's more about the health and nutrition. Um, and cats have always been what we call second class citizens, right? Where, where people don't really focus too much on the, on the cat. So it's been so uplifting and wonderful to see, um, you know, people like Taylor Swift and, um, and others, uh, many others actually. Um, coming coming out of the closet, as we say, <laughs> coming out of the closet as cat ladies. <laughs> yeah, I have to say I had tip to Taylor because we, we really didn't know she was a crazy cat lady. Uh, we had a bunch of people reach out and, and share that with us. We're like, no kidding. So it is. It's great. I think that stereotype of, you know, older ladies with their rollers and their yes. hair and yeah. in, a, in, a, in a ratty robe. I, I do love that cats are starting to get a little more of the attention and uh, respect that they deserve in the mainstream. 
same. You can be chic and cool and whatever you want to be and love cats. And I don't even know where the crazy comes in, but I really love that that's the name you gave yourselves. And you don't just wander around yourself in bunny slippers with an eye missing, as Joan Rivers used to say. You have a whole business, an online business, in which you create things and make things and sell things all for, you know, cats' health and happiness. So you're ahead of the curve. That must also be like, oh, goody, we got here first. Do you sometimes feel that way? Uh, yeah, actually. We, yeah, we kind of do. You know, uh, a little bit of our history. We started in pet nutrition back in 2005 with my family business. And um, and it was, you know, it was a very great business, but it was all about the dogs. And um, even though it's called pet nutrition, very little, there were very few people online and very few people um, even within our industry and my family that knew anything about cats. And the rest of my family had dogs, and we love dogs. We've always considered ourselves dog people, but um, but cats just kept finding us. It's the side of the road. It's you know this situation or that situation, and the cat needs us. And and so we always had cats. And so um, in 2015, we branched off, and we were like, let's do this for the cat world. Let's do this for the cat people. Um, and that's basically how we got started. Yeah, we really did see that there was just a lack of resources. I mean, we personally experienced that. And so, you know, our motto is learn, share, and grow because nice. we are always learning. We're not experts. We're not any anything, anything special. We just really made it a priority. Our cats really made us make it a priority to learn as much as we could about how they could live healthier and happier lives. And, um, and that's really kind of how we started was trying to become that resource that we so desperately needed. And it's really been an incredible, rewarding and satisfying experience to be in this community of of cat people. That's really nice. And you and I have not spoken before this conversation because I never do talk to people before the conversation because then we say all the clever, witty, interesting things off the air. And then by the time we're recording, we're sick of each other and we think we already said everything and we sort of have. So I don't actually know if you guys are on board with the phrase that I coined, which is kitty crack which is that all dry food is not good for any cat. Please tell me that's what you believe, too. 100%. Yay. Oh, thank God. It's so true. Kitty crack is exactly. And we've we've lived through a couple kibble addicts, so we know exactly how powerful kitty crack can be and how important it is to, to kick the crack. Oh, nice. Well, I I just, for a moment, I was holding my breath when I said that and like about to get goosebumps in case you said, what do you mean? What's wrong with dry food? 98% of people feed it to their cats. So those of you listening to whom I have been haranguing for how long, certainly, certainly much more than a dozen years, it's really good to know that two crazy cat ladies that set out to educate themselves and then everybody else are on board with that, that carb addiction is a real thing. It's a real thing for humans and sadly a real thing for cats. It's irrelevant to dogs on the topic of that it could be very bad for their health. It It is really bad for cat health and for dogs. It's another conversation about what is balanced nutrition for them and what can you afford and the individual dog's metabolism, unlike cats who are basically desert animals and are obligate carnivores. So that's really exciting that you guys said that. I want to just talk about you guys for a minute as your own family. Because Jay, when you referred to your family, I assume you mean your birth family or family of origin. 
was in the pet slash dog business, nutrition business. But you guys have been a couple for almost 20 years, right? That's correct, yes. And did cats bring you together by any strange core coincidence? You know, what's interesting is it wasn't that necessarily the cats that brought us together, but we both had cats from the moment we met um, individually and then together. Um, so, and we've never not had cats. Yeah, but both of us had cats, uh, you know, unintentionally in a, in a way. <laughs> I mean, it was, it wasn't something, you know, I think that for me, it was, uh, my babies came to me as, um, on a riverbank and, and, uh, dumped litter of kittens. And yep. I, 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 uh, you know, when, when no one took them, I, you know, took one and then the other two, because I was like, well, I'll find them good homes. Right. Like I, I can't keep them. I can barely feed myself. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, adopt babies. Um, but then of course they, they, uh, you know, we, we think we rescue them, but they really rescue us. And nice. We never really went out to set up neither one of us went about intentionally collecting kitties. Um, but it did, it did, um, was part obviously of our, we were friends for uh, a few years before anything became official between us. And it was a shared, uh, I think joy for us that we, we both had cats. Well, it's obviously kind of essential to what you've become, which is two crazy cat ladies who kind of live, breathe, sleep, create, sell everything that makes cats lives better. I learned about you through Angie Ardolino, right? and CBD health, CBD dog health and animal health. So I was just sort of frustrated that I hadn't learned about you before because I would have been celebrating you and what you're doing to educate people and support them in the quest for better life for cats, which on so many levels has to start with nutrition since most people are feeding their cats incorrectly. And that leads to so many ills, both in personality and in physical health. But we have to yeah. find out how many cats you guys have together now. So currently we have five. We unfortunately just lost one a oh, few weeks I'm so ago. Very sorry. Recently. Um, we had six, um, but, um, but currently we have five. Their ages range from um, three, they're about um, to be three, three yeah. um, to 19 years wow. of age. Okay, so one of the things that's really useful for people to hear, for those people with multi-cat households who are focused and highly hyper-aware that cats' happiness depends on an environment that's both enriching but respectful of their needs for distance from each other, privacy, those sort of things. How do you, with six kitties and now with five, how do you give them their own space so that a shared space does not become contentious. What are some of the what are some of your kind of golden rules for other people to learn from? Well, let's see. That. There's, oh, so much. there's so much. I could go on forever. I do think it makes. I love that you said that. You know, the respect part because I I feel like everyone who has cats already knows this, but every cat is their own individual. Some yes. have bigger bubble spaces than others. Mm -hmm. Some are snuggle bugs and. Uh, I think for us, you know, they've kind of taught us along our paths together that, you know, uh, for for example, one of the golden rules would be vertical space, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we think cats, uh, different options. Um, I think Jackson Galaxy 
talks about providing different lanes of traffic. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at your home from your cat's perspective, are there places like the stairway uh, or like a hallway where if if two kitties that are not in the mood to see each other come nose to nose, will there be an issue? Mm-hmm. You know, is there a way to provide different lanes of traffic? And then also just realizing, you know, some of our cats are love to snuggle in things. Some of our cats love to snuggle on things right. and providing those places, you know, whether it's hidey boxes, whether it's perches, places where they all can kind of claim their own uh, autonomy in a way when they want to. And mm-hmm. then they have space to be together when they want to as well. Yeah. And I think it's also important that we understand as, you know, individual cats that, um, and, and I know it's really hard when you have multiple cats, um, and a busy lifestyle like we all do these days. But um, but to be able to provide each one individual playtime is um, so enriching. And it's uh, and some of them are like like Adrian just said. You know, some of them are absolutely fine playing together. So we can you know go through that prey sequence with a wand toy with two of them at the same time. But many of them, especially as they get older, we found that it's really good to be able to take them away from the yes. rest of the clouder mm-hmm. and play with them individually so they get that opportunity to go through that prey sequence and that, you know, that hunt. And- As a solitary hunter, which is, you know, how they would kind of be in the in the wild. So right. paying attention to their personalities is a great way to start finding out how best to provide enrichment that they uh, personally enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. That's really nice. And it makes it more rewarding for the cat guardian slash parent slash owner because you aren't just dealing with a cloud or cluster group of meowing kitties. Each one is their own person. And if you've taken the time, which isn't hours and hours, it can be minutes and minutes, to give them some time on their own, some like a scritch behind the ears, some near the base of the tail. Nobody loves it usually too much on the belly. But just even that physical affection from you, where and how much, rather than just thinking, as people can sometimes do with multiple cats, oh, cats don't like this or cats do like this. Cats are not right. one thing, right? Any more than humans are one thing. They're rather large variety. So that's that's really important that you're teaching that to people. And you, you do have a lot of products that you sell that have to do with emotional issues, right? I mean, Jackson, years ago, I'm, I'm, I don't know that you would know this, but anyone that's followed me knows that I knew Jackson before he was Jackson Galaxy. He was just a guy living in the mountains of Colorado with a dog and a girlfriend in <laughs> L.A. And he bought from Gene Hovey uh, the the essences, the, the water essences, spirit essences, mm-hmm. that were supposed to have something to do with the emotional state uh, kind of being of cats or dogs, but mm-hmm. mostly cats. But what you guys have has become more scientific and more based on something more than just water over which perhaps some some woo-woo, if you will, has been done. A lot of your products <laughs> are, are, well, let's be honest, and I love Jackson and, and Gene Hovey is Dr. Gene Hovey as well. But what you have, you've really fabricated based on maybe more evolved knowledge about the ingredients that can go into a cat system and right. balance them, yeah, mellow well, them? Mean, yeah, you know, our, our products are um, not as centered. You know, we have a product. We have one product that's called Cat Calm. It's a, it's a mixture of 80 different herbs, 21 minerals, and seven exotic plant extracts. Yikes. It's, it's, more, it's more set 
to um, all of our products actually are more set in the nutrition realm of resolving issues nice. versus the um, just that, you know, Jackson, we love his line. We love the, the products that he carries. We love him. We actually have two products that we've co-branded with oh, him. That we, that we, yeah. And Dr. And Dr. Gene Hovey. So, um, so we, we love those products, but ours are a little bit different and a little bit more focused on nutrition and aspects of nutrition. And we have all of our, or the majority of our products um, are in a liquid form because just like you said at the beginning, it's so important for our cats to eat a moisture rich diet. So we thought, you know, maybe at least we'll get people to start feeding a little bit more of that wet food, a little bit more of that you know, moisture rich right. food, um, by, because they, because they need to put these supplements into it, um, to get it into their kitties and they're pretty fuss free, um, yeah. supplements, but, um, right. But, I mean, I think one of the, one of the most important things for us is realizing that when it, when there is something that, whether it is for healthy maintenance, whether it is for, you know, like antioxidants or uh, even probiotics, anything right. like that, that, that can be helpful. Digestive enzymes. We know it can be very traumatic to try to pill a kitty on a regular basis or get them to eat some little pellet or a treat or you know what I mean. Of course. So uh, make all of our products uh, liquid, not only makes them more absorbable to the body, but makes them non-traumatic. goes into a little bit of wet food. And if someone is looking for, let's say, digestive enzymes, we really need to start our kitty on digestive enzymes, then it does open the door for a very um, exciting, really, conversation about how important nutrition is. That nice. really is so foundational. And when they're, you know, it's like, can we put this on kibble? Then we have that opportunity to Beautiful. share how important Right, how important nutrition is, and even if they do start with baby steps, you know, we're very compassionate about the perspective that sometimes, you know, that affordability of being That's able right. to provide um, more quality. So it is about making little baby steps of change and um, being able to offer supplements that are that are fuss-free, non-traumatic, and can really make a big difference in in the vessel of even better quality foods, a moisture-rich diet is really, um, it, it's a really exciting conversation to have. To, you to guys rock. I am so pleased to have met you. We've run out of time, but everything you're talking about is near and dear to my heart. I think when people well, go to Two Crazy Cat Ladies website, you will see for yourselves how cool, really cool Jay and Adrian are. Thank you guys for everything you've been doing for so long and continue to do. The cats, thank you a lot. And I look forward to more people finding out what you're doing and embracing you both. Thanks again. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you for having us and thank you for all that you do. We look forward to being in touch. Thank you for listening. There are a few more special companies that make this show possible. I hope you will support all of these companies because they stand behind my mission, which is to bring you delightfully informative pet talk radio. Earth Animal, which is privately owned by Dr. Bob and Susan Goldstein, creates holistic pet wellness products with an emphasis on their stewardship of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. They make many non-chemical products for the inside and outside of your pets, as well as innovative foods like no-hide chews and the hybrid dry food wisdom, which sometimes is all that my Weimaraner Maisie will eat. I'm very grateful also to Evermore Pet Food, privately owned by two extraordinary women, Allison and Hannah, who cook dog food from the most pristine human edible ingredients and ship it to your door in frozen pouches. It's higher quality and more ethically sourced than my own food. Thanks again for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this one guest version of Dog Talk and Kitties 2, and we'll listen to other episodes sometime soon.